Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Math Therapy Sessions podcast. Our guest for today is Zohar Thakur. She has completed her masters in audiology and speech language pathology. Ms. Thakur is experienced in assessment and management in cases related to neurocommunication disorders, fluency disorders and autism spectrum disorders in pediatric population and helping children and adults with diagnosis and management of any impairment with hearing loss the audio podcast is available on spotify and anchor the links to that and the description down below drop a like if you like this video and consider subscribing if you end up loving it and also don't forget to comment down below your thoughts on the podcast till then enjoy the episode So I saw a lot of stories on Instagram on your page about you know hearing aid and earbuds and can you share something about it So I I remember posting this story about you know uh, people have this image that whenever you talk about hearing aids of course nobody wants to have the stigma of have wearing a hearing aid but people always think it's supposed to be this big and bulky foreign object right. it's not like this at all hmm. and we are in the world of miniaturization another word you keep hearing whenever you come in the hearing aid industry you can have something as discreet as your thumbnail mm. so i think that's what i posted about so yes uh the world has changed and everything is super digital and super discreet mm. so yeah so anything else in <laughs> so uh when you say miniature i mean how different is it from a cochlear implant so basically hearing aids uh, when i talk about miniaturization is basically the small size of a hearing aid and of course when you go in for a hearing aid everyone wants something you know which is not going to be seen but it's not as simple as that because there are a lot of things we take into consideration before dispensing not mm. prescribing the correct mm. word is dispensing a hearing aid but uh, a cochlear implant as the name suggests it's an implant it's in it's invasive mm. and a hearing uh, aid is not an invasive that's the biggest difference mm. you can remove it while sleeping while showering while with any contact with water but an implant is an implant and uh, the entire criteria for the two is very different okay and uh, by the, by law the cochlear implant only comes in picture when the hearing aid is not helpful mm. even when people go in for a implant with whatever decisions are made by the surgeon and the therapist together uh, there is a 3 month period ideally uh, new rules are advised all the time that if the child or the adult doesn't benefit from the hearing aid then we talk about implants because you're going you're like invasing you know so they are absolutely different verticals in audiology they are not the same it's not it's not vice versa at all hmm. so yeah so now like when we have an expert on the podcast just wanted to ask you how does hearing aid you know hearing loss actually happen if you could just summarize it in a very easy way so hearing loss actually uh, can happen to anyone any time to be honest there are so many different reasons it can be uh, through birth mm. it can be prelingual postlingual that means before i acquire language after i acquire language and the reason for using that term is because the the, the biggest worry people get scared if you can't hear you can't speak because mm. this is your input and this is your output so it makes a lot of difference if you acquire hearing loss before acquiring speech and language or after speech and language that's a very big decision maker it can also happen just sitting in the car like i have a lot of clients who have something called sudden hearing loss mm. and uh, it's all about timing and that like you know if an injection is given within 48 to like certain number of hours we can try getting the hearing back to normal otherwise if you come to the doctor after that probably you will stay like this all your life so there there are instances 
also getting hearing loss as a secondary effect because of a medication for some other you know issue that you are facing you can also get hearing loss accidentally you can also get hearing loss by trauma you can also get hearing loss because of just aging uh there's something called presbycusis no matter how fit you are how you know how good your lifestyle is but mm. as we all age our nerves are going to weaken and we also have something called a hearing nerve so just normal aging also causes hearing loss so it can be genetic it can be accidental it can be traumatic it can be a secondary effect it can <laughs> be a syndromic effect it mm. can be a uh, if your parent has it probably you get it the mm. husband or the wife so there are many reasons for hearing loss so, so it yeah. can happen anytime to anyone yeah but sudden hearing loss is something if anyone gets it you should just make sure you just reach out to the ENT as soon as possible are there ways to delay the process of a natural hearing loss there is no now there's nothing like delaying but there is uh, first of all a uh, just this this actually pushes me to a term called types of hearing loss mm-hmm. uh, the basic thing which we get to hear can i can i become a normal again like if i am first of all we don't use the word deaf and dumb the right word is a hearing impaired person mm-hmm. but you can never get it back if the nerve is involved so we have hearing losses where the nerve is involved and right. hearing losses where the nerve is not involved mm-hmm. so um if the if the nerve is not involved you can try to get it back to normal it's called okay. like a temporary effect hmm. but if the nerve is involved even if you put a hearing aid you're just amplifying the sound which the person can't hear but the hearing loss stays Got it. it can never be removed but yes if you have certain tips and tricks of how to take care of your ears you can avoid getting a hearing loss faster and maybe some point later in this session i could talk about the noise induced hearing loss because if somebody is using blasting I mean, you, headphones you, you, yes right. uh, but you can share it now i mean okay, what are so, the tips and tricks what people can you know incorporate so, in the daily life so in the daily life first of all it's also job related unfortunately uh, people who are in the airline industry mm-hmm. like especially the pilots and people who are in the profession of like diving these two careers are very hearing loss oriented careers unfortunately mm-hmm. even for example ongc workers they are in those kind of conditions where even if they want to take care of their hearing mm-hmm. uh, you know their job profile is such that their hearing is hampered but otherwise if you are into professions also if you're you know uh, working in like a call setup but you really need to use the phone a lot or a lot of headphones especially in the pandemic a lot of people were like having you know what kind of earphones should i invest in because i'm always having all my calls online hmm. so few tips and tricks is that uh, never put the device whatever you're using on full volume okay. for hours at a stretch you have to keep removing your headphones whatever kind supra oral circa model inserts bluetooth ipods whatever you are using you have to let your ears breathe mm. you can keep alternating also you know to let your right ear and your left ear breathe anything above 80 db which is the decibel it's the professional value in hearing right so anything above 80 db for more than 8 hours is said to be a risk factor for something called noise induced hearing loss okay and the 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 next question would be what kind of uh, you know uh, headphones should you invest in so anything which is as far as possible from the kan ka parda or tympanic membrane which people say is the mm. best so for example the supra or what we are wearing right now it's oh, better than the oh, insert oh, over the, the further away yeah the this mm. cushion effect it doesn't let that much intensity go in if i wear something like an insert it's much closer to the ear canal because so. now when you walk on the roads or, or like you know yes uh, the entire market has been flooded with those uh, true wireless exactly, earphones exactly but yeah everyone has them including me 
Yeah, so, including uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they're not they that are, safe. They right? are not that safe, but you need to keep a timer or you need to know about the volume. So the timing and the volume of wearing them, what is mm. the intensity? Because everyone has a habit of going on maximum. Right. Like I always want to hear, you know, every sound of my favorite song. Mm. But yes, again, uh, go for what you want to. But yes, especially for people also who are fitness freaks, you know, they also have a lot of issue because they're always uh, using headphones to get that motivation Workout, to, yeah. you know, to... Uh, brush through a very intense workout so then we definitely recommend speakers hmm. because they they get so into their workout that they don't realize how much time is gone and that gives a lot of clients or something called noise induced hearing loss and these are people between the age of 15 to 25 so they are the risk indicators of getting hearing loss early so we can't avoid hearing loss but probably we can delay it so that's answering so that's one uh, that's one changing yeah. the duration and the time period yeah uh, the kind of the kind of your kind of earphones the volume any correct. other tips what you can do? any other tips sometimes people who are having a lot of other issues you know mm. neural issues or maybe other hormonal issues there are certain injections and medications which are unavoidable mm. where you do get hearing loss as an effect where you are asked to sign a consent form mm. i've seen a lot of cases where people have not been educated about this who happen to use lose their hearing and hearing loss is an invisible disability it mm. makes you very emotionally aloof if you are already having a particular problem and then you also start losing your hearing you start getting very lonely so at these times i recommend people not to use headphones at all because you just have one ear to go yeah, yeah. and uh, as sad as it sounds really really young boys and girls who come to us you know their parents are so scared if they happen to get hearing loss they actually even directly talk about their marriage to me when the child is just 3 or 4 who will get married to him or her mm. if you can't hear so it's got such a long and intense effect that these small things can go another way another important thing is no using your buds mm. uh because a lot of people <laughs> I mean, don't know how to use your buds and that causes a perforation which also causes a hearing loss right true so, and everyone is even if they don't accept it they're guilty of putting yes so that's another cause mm. uh, i'm not saying every earbud causes hearing loss but if you really insert it you can get a perforation which is not a very good sign in the long term for hearing because right. you have all the secretions and then you can't put your favorite headphones in then if water goes in you can't swim for some time there are mm. so many pros true, and cons true. any med- like you know any uh, medications which we can take on a daily not a daily it's like, not actually from- a medication and to be very honest i would like to clarify this as an audiologist i'm not allowed to give medication because i'm not the right person but yes having good experience with an ent just to share you are uh, whenever you have any issue about the earwax you can go to an ent and they usually uh, talk about soli wax which is good enough to use it's uh something which you can just put you know probably every sunday or every fortnight and for people who have something called sedominosis where the ear wax becomes really hard and mm. you know like a stone and it pains you have to ultimately go to the ent and you want to avoid the bleeding so this particular drop just helps to soften it right. and ease it out but again the right person would be an ent surgeon but this is just out of experience but make sure you go to the professional got it no inserting because actually when you insert you actually pushing it further in mm. because the ear canal is not straight it is s shaped so yeah that's another way to prevent hearing loss traumatic injury mm. so but when you talk about hearing aids yeah. i'm sure there are many types of hearing aids absolutely so so uh, how mean, do you decide should they consult you first or for example if i experience a hearing loss correct should i go to an ent first should i go to an audiologist first yeah so there's a lot of confusion in this is a very good question actually 
sometimes we approach first sometimes we approach last mm. uh yes so uh, mostly people go to the ent uh, now the kinds of hearing losses are different if more right. surgically involved the audiologist comes later in the picture post surgery like what do we do mm. we are in the rehab for cochlear implant or hearing aid sometimes we are also referred by the speech therapist which is another domain of my field like the child is not talking mm. and the two main conditions when my baby is not talking can he not hear or can he not pay attention mm. these are the two things so either they are also referred to the you know psychologist psychiatrist and everything then they go like if everything is clear cognitively then it's like okay this baby can't hear right so either we come through the speech route or we come through the surgical route or we come through a special educator so there are many ways but ultimately they reach us because we are the rehab expert but yes if the hearing loss is surgery related it will be the ENT surgeon and i work with them but if it is the hearing aids then the audiologist is your primary team member but so, yeah like what are the different types of hearing aids in the market if you could Correct. give us a broad so there are there are first of all today in the world that we are in everything is digital but uh, hearing aids are very expensive for mm-hmm. people who are not aware so we do have something called analog semi digital and digital hearing aids today the world is digital where we have everything you know compatible with the phone it's like your hearing aids work like bluetooth devices where you can play your favorite song you can facetime whatsapp everything without even touching the phone you can answer calls so today we are in the digital world but if you talks about types of hearing aids a lot of people always think those big bulky things are hearing aids so you have mm-hmm. behind the ear hearing aids and you have the small in the ear hearing aids right. and you also have the smallest hearing aid called the IIC which is invisible in the canal which can't even be seen something like but, something uh, like in invis- it actually is black so it looks like the ear canal but it's actually inside mm-hmm. I, i wish i could carry it but i could probably you know share it over probably sometime in the future just to show the audience but uh, the next question would be then why if something so small is there why is everyone given the big one it all depends on many factors i can't just choose you know that should i budget give him a bigger small one. budget being one the lifestyle of the patient okay. dexterity issues what if somebody wants something really small but doesn't have fine motor skills and who's going to open and close the hearing aid there is Understood. also something new called rechargeable hearing aids where there's no battery anymore it works like your mobile charger wow uh where you just charge it overnight and they work like how your phone works after charging so we have mm. rechargeable and non rechargeable hearing aids mm. but uh, the the cost benefit ratio the lifestyle how much hearing loss do you have always understand the smaller the hearing aid the lesser the part can give you right so anyone who has more than 70% i know i'm not supposed to as a professional talk in terms of percentage but this is just for a generic audience if somebody has more than 65 to 70% hearing loss the small hearing aids they don't work Okay. If your hearing loss progresses in the future then you might just come back to the audiologist and say that why did you give this to me in the first place so the bigger ones are given for more power so the bigger the better if you have something more than 60 to 70% mm. so it's not just cosmetic it's cosmetic lifestyle budget audiogram dexterity age are you living alone to change the battery or do you mm. have somebody to take care of you But your vision do you wear specs Can you fit that? Yeah, right. so many things go into that. But would yeah. you still recommend the, those big, gigantic ones? Oh, uh, actually, the gigantic don't look gigantic no, anymore. No, they don't. I mean, but yes, sir, there compared. are certain audiences who will require that because they can not even hear like eighty to ninety percent, so they do require that much power. Mm-hmm. So if the if the patient will keep insisting that I want the smaller one, then I'd rather tell them not to buy anything and all, and not waste money because it's just like putting a foreign object which is not going to help them. Okay. at all 
so yes there is there is a certain criteria still for those big bulky ones and you were explaining me the difference between a speech therapist and a speech <laughs> language So speech that so basically it's actually it's all the same. Everyone okay. calls it differently, but the correct uh, terminology is audiologist and speech language pathologist. Okay. And in when you uh, major in speech and language, there are certain language disorders like aphasia, all which are more neural related. They mm. are, they have a language domain. Speech is more like you know your disfluency. So speech and language also have a little discrepancy, but the entire degree overall is speech language pathology. Mm. and in india we are benefiting now the program has changed mm-hmm. with audiology and speech language pathology in india but i've passed out a few years back so i'm very grateful that i've actually been licensed in both so how was your <laughs> masters program it was very interesting actually it's been a journey mm-hmm. a long journey but i loved what i do and it didn't happen overnight it took time mm-hmm. <laughs> so what what would you like to know about I mean, my journey why masters why did you choose to do masters that's one Okay. And then ma- why masters in the particular field that you did in? Okay, so uh to be very honest, I was very confused at a point of time what do I want to do in my masters in because I equally love audiology and speech language pathology. Today we have the right to choose between one, but I was grateful that I had to do a masters in both. So I did a masters so in both. So you got in both. Yes, but I have done my uh, thesis in autism. I have a inclination towards autism spectrum disorders, dysfluencies. Mm-hmm. and i love vestibular audiology i love people like i love uh, being involved with people who have any vertigo issues and hearing aids like this is more than cochlear implants so this is my domain and i love counseling so yeah so how was the entire experience doing masters in bvp so actually the whole experience are from nayar i think i got the best of the best nayar gave me a strong foundation clinically because mm-hmm. uh, you have so much vast patient experience and you have a hospital set up with the right. college so that gives you a lot of hands on mm-hmm. so that i was blessed and the the point of actually uh, going to bvp i was again blessed because i got the best mentor i could ever ask for she was actually from nayar but she lived in pune and i wanted her and we had a chit system i remember and i got her mm. and i wanted autism <laughs> and i got it in that line so sometimes you actually go to a particular college or this because you want to work and do your thesis under somebody and i was really really grateful and blessed and i had heard a lot about bvp mm. it was emerging at that time it's one of the best colleges today and even back then and it's got brilliant infrastructure i'm super proud to be from nayar and bvp both because i think these both have really made me what i am today and of course all the teachers amazing amazing experience so how different was it doing uh, i mean i mean learning audiology as a master student and from a bachelor student so honestly in masters you know what uh, there is of course you have a clinical uh, you know a uh, protocol to complete but you're so involved in your data collection like we have msc1 and msc2 so in msc1 it's actually more like you know your data collection and uh, to be really honest it's it's a rather funny story uh, the peer, the my book was so so big that i kind of needed to stitch it up it was not getting bound Your and thesis? they had my thesis it was like so big that it was like being called like equivalent to a phd and like six or seven students after me have made their thesis out of a part of my book wow so my entire first year and four months just went in doing my thesis i just gave my exams there's there's no masters masters it's just all about a dissertation so was it intentional like putting all your efforts into writing actually i enjoyed it and i had the best guide mm-hmm. but it was a challenge because i was the first so i had to do everything and the girls who came later they kind of had some protocol 
but uh, it was very challenging because my population was preschool children 0 to 4 years okay so that is an audience who can't give you you know verbal feedback but it was amazing and i loved every bit of it and i'm really proud of it but your masters is not like your undergrad in undergrad you are studying you are giving exams in masters you have to multitask so much first of all you are doing two degrees audiology mm. speech language unlike other countries abroad they don't have both then you are doing your data collection then you have to pass your exams you have to give your vivas you have to attend lectures so where the two years go you don't don't get to know so i think you have to be very balanced emotionally and if you're staying away from home you have to be even stronger any one high point which you would like to share with us from your bbp days high point of except a thesis the thesis was just the whole journey the thesis was like i think no, a whole journey apart from that one i think uh, the i can't actually remember yeah so high point definitely uh, i was uh, i was in tears when uh, i saw my name on the board i think uh, there was there was a breakdown point definitely like you know this is never ending oh my god like will i be able to cope up it's it's tough hmm. i'm away from family doesn't matter whether it's just bombay pune or mumbai canada whatever it is when you're out of your house you're out of your house and you're new right you're new to everything you're new to living alone everything but then when i saw my name on the board after achieving what i wanted to achieve that was the biggest high point every tear every every struggle every bad night was worth it when i saw my name in the top words list i was like oh my god this is it i can do anything to achieve more so i think that was the highest point when you actually see it till your toll it doesn't sing but when you see it and you're given a credit uh it was the biggest thing when i got the ranking certificate i, I don't think i felt any time better in my life any patient story you would like to share from a masters day yes honestly as i told you this journey and this I've always been passionate about this subject. A lot of people ask me, "How did you get into this field?" It's not very popular in India. So people who know me like really, really well, uh, it's not about the kind of academic scores I had. I had very diverse interests. Like it's a funny story actually, and I would love to share it. I was very clear. I either want to get into something related to the human UN speech. Like I had an option of dentistry. I had MBBS. I had got a very good CET score. But I was very sure that if I'll do something, I'll do something in this. or i will do media it's a funny story and i remember my exam results came out only in october and i also had applied for bmm oh hmm. uh, this is this is this is actually the true me how i got into this line and how this all started and i actually did bmm because i didn't want to waste that academic year so i did four or five months of a lavish bmm fun life from that life to this sort of a, it was a total culture shock for me hmm. but uh, and suddenly the change let me tell you i was not in love i was like what am i doing did i make a mistake leaving media because that's like a fun four hour college chilling watching movies is your homework right to this profession but i fell into love with this field when for the first time in my life i remember still it was 7 or 8 months down the course till that i was still a student when i helped somebody hear sound for the first time and that patient broke down in happiness because they had never heard a right. uh, sound and i still remember i was really really young and the person just like blessed me and that day and today i have never looked back as an audiologist i'm not the best there's too much to learn that is it's a, it's everyday learning there's so much going on in my field but that's the day i realized that this is what i want to do mm-hmm. until today how many how many ever hardships people keep saying you know when you speak about your work you're really passionate i think that particular i still remember that patient i still remember her face 
when she blessed me that changed my life that i don't i'm not god i don't have the power to give somebody hearing but i can actually make somebody a, be a part of the hearing world which is so powerful i can't tell you and then i saw that patient i like think for 7 years because even after i passed out i was in touch how they acquired speech and language and i just understood the power of this profession and then i was totally happy with my call of leaving media for good the way so, you so it took time it was not overnight i was confused so yeah that incident changed my life i think that was the even a bigger highlight than being a topper because that helped me to achieve be a topper if i would never like this i would have just left this course but the reaction and hearing sound for the first time in fact i would like to tell the audience do sometime whenever you're free if you're passionate about like you know healthcare professions just go on youtube go on instagram and see uh just look at the eye expressions of people who hear sound for the first time it's so it's such a humble feeling you just want to do anything to help these people so yeah i think that's what drives me to study further and still keep learning those those videos what you spoke about like go on youtube and see uh, yes. people getting to hear the first time i mean they have in millions and people I mean, have you seen them <laughs> yeah and, and when you see the it's, comments it's life changing it's life changing and it's it's and when you get to get to be a part of it I mean, yeah. not the exact reason, but to be a part. Absolutely, of it. it. See, even if, even like you know, everything is not about the primary person who's helping. Even just being involved with these people, hearing them out, feeling them, you know, um, honestly, that makes it's it's an irony to make this kind of a liner, but it makes a speech therapist speechless. Mm. That you know, you can actually make a difference in somebody's life, and as you rightly said, you can make a difference by not even being very actively involved, being very passively involved. even donations to these true organization organizations ngos help, yeah. can help somebody afford a hearing aid really people who really require it so mm. yeah i would really really ask people to and do what that. was the best thing you learned during masters patience <laughs> a lot of patience not that not patience 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 sabar. being calm sabar the that's again a big joke who whichever audiologists are watching who want to whoever want to get into this field there is a wall called threshold mm. which we mark on the audiogram report Trust me. By the time you pass out from this profession, your thresholds of pain and you know taking crap from even the outside world, your thresholds, you will just become a very calmer person. So, so that is another thing you grow. Right. Just so very very calm. Now that you mentioned that, <laughs> according to you, who should do this program? If someone who, if if there's an audiologist out there who's done her bachelor's okay. and wants to pursue masters in that push, hmm. so ideally, who should do it? So first of all you need to read up about the field there's mm-hmm. so much that you can major in but you need to know that this is not like a surgery which gives you instant results you might be working with children who don't talk for years mm. so you have to be so patient in this field if you don't have that kind of personality don't even think of coming in this line because it's not meant for you if you break down you don't get results for one year two years the parents are putting the life of their child in your hands so first of all being patient secondly you have to know that you have to study a lot you have to be very updated mm. but yes uh, if you want to do anything to help people if you love communication as a person this is the field for you so these are the kind of things and of course everything is not about being academically oriented i think passion and having not sympathy empathy for this kind you have to understand these people you cannot be somebody who is a very aggressive personality and work with a child who has syndromes mm. you have to have a calming nature no matter right. what is going on in your life so these are the soft skills that you need to have for this profession everything is not just numbers 
and you have to be a hands-on person. I can't be a gold medalist, but I be absolutely pathetic in front of the patient. You have to let the patient speak. So these are soft skills which, even me, it's been quite a few years practicing being a student in this field. It happens over time. So allow yourself that. No results overnight, just like any other field. And is it necessary to do masters, or you can get? So honestly, uh, from like, my experience, I take? would recommend definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I teach a lot of students, and I keep telling them that you should do your masters. It's not just for having that on your CV. It's it gives you so much more insight into the profession. Mm-hmm. It's it's a big big learning. Mm-hmm. You, the way you start taking patients after masters, I think I totally matured in this field after my masters. Is what I feel. And, and you were mentioning, uh, especially if you do masters in India, you get twin degree. Yeah, twin like so. Uh, and now it's changed. Uh, okay. As far as I know, now the course is diversified: audiology and speech. But I've passed out a few years back, so I was uh, actually people found that tougher uh, because you have to study both actually. And now yeah. you're studying only one. But right. I'm blessed because honestly, I was super confused as I mentioned. I I can touch patients of both fields, like take a speech patient as well as an audio. But I think now it's diversified. There are no restrictions now. Yeah, quite for you. Yeah, now now not for me. But yeah, that's again being from India. So that's all. You know, that's why it's called audiology and speech language pathology. Got it. Got but yeah, you can do a P a PhD in either or. Like if you want to study. Do you further. plan to? Honestly, I don't know as of now. <laughs> There's too much going on. So yeah, maybe maybe a few more. Uh, uh courses or uh, practical courses but maybe honestly not thought about it maybe never but not not immediately yeah. not not never say never, never. Say never yeah and never how was never. your undergrad program in undergrad uh, pro- it was amazing uh, i think i was uh, as i mentioned nayar is wonderful very very difficult to get into nayar mm. uh, but uh, luckily cet if you score well at least in my time i think even the exam is called differently today it's not called cet anymore but uh, we had cet and uh, I was very lucky to get in this college. G- crazy hands-on and very very fulfilling experience. Your entire perspective changes. I mean, my, I change as a person after this course. I just started understanding that uh, no matter what you're going through in your own life, you have to be so grateful that you can actually you and speak. We just take it for granted. I see people who cannot speak in your day in and day out, and you know, you just realize that whatever you're dealing with is nothing. These people can't be a part of the hearing world, so. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. I think Nair changed my life, and I think it's a great, great option for anyone pursuing this course. It's, I think, is the best college in Mumbai, and I love it. And I will totally always support getting graduated from Nair. Any Nair memory you would like like to share with us? Nair member. Meet uh, teachers, your fellow students. Uh, of course, I I still uh, I I do have a teacher who I really really look up to. Uh, she was also my supervisor. again uh, she was a major in assessment protocol and uh, she taught me the value i remember i was very impatient at that point of time i always wanted results faster she was like my practical supervisor and guide as well mm. that you know ma'am you know i took this session i'm not able to understand what this child has and she taught me more than just jumping to the therapy i was very naive and very young at that time give more importance to the assessment you take one more session on assessment so she was known as the assessment queen and i never realized it then but actually taking one more session to diagnose correctly mm. makes your life so much easier afterwards so i have 1000% credit for again my assessment skills only because of her and i'm still like i'll always be her baby student forever i still am in touch with her and i still can go up to her like i don't know what to do with this patient can you help me so mm. yeah she's the best <laughs> any memories with your classmates or anything good 
Yeah, yeah, great memories with the classmates. I'm sure everyone's doing very well. I'm not really in touch with a lot of people from no, that college because everyone's memory, like any memory from college or something. Memory wait, from wait, college. Wait. We've actually done a lot of musti also. Like we've done like a, yeah, we had cultural <laughs> events. We actually performed with uh, you know different medical colleges at uh, some dance event and uh, we won. Win? Yeah, yeah, we exactly. won. We. I I don't even know if the videos exist, but uh, we won and we performed brilliantly. So we had a lot of fun, a lot of musti. a uh, lot of festival celebrated so it was not just academics it was like a family and bbp was another experience so i think um, you just need to bond and you should love the group as well and i think it all comes with time so yeah overall journey was great lot of learning and i think learning positive negative is very good very healthy it also, shouldn't be same also yeah. you have topped a lot of your years <laughs> so how does not, that feel honestly it's very humbling mm-hmm. but you need to remember that uh, again even today being a ranker or like you know doing these global courses there's no stopping to learning you can't just say oh i top this so i know it all just the next day there might be a word i i remember you know when before we just met for this episode there's so many new things i got about my field when you were just asking about you know different words so there's always learning i think you just need to know coming into the medical or paramedical field learning is ongoing right there is no topping not topping there is no business and you have to be a hands on person no matter how well you write in an exam mm. or an answer in a viva you have to be open to learn right you can learn from your juniors you can learn from your patients you can learn from somebody who's day one in this field you have to be open to learning so there is i don't think that topper ever it just motivated me definitely that i do think i have the i i have that knack that i can do more that way it motivated mm. but never like i know it all never I so, still have a lot to learn. <laughs> with so many highs in your college life, any one low point in your yeah, Naira there was a, there not a Naira or BVP, nothing specific like that. There was a low. Sometimes you do, as I told you, you have to mature in this profession. There are times you know you feel like you're not getting results with a patient, especially there are certain syndromes or there are like certain like, like there's something called cerebral palsy. Mm. Like you know you're very naive. You don't know you, you're learning. This is a day in and day out learning. You have to take a patient. You there's no. there's no rule book or like step by step guide of course there are strategies protocols that this is what you work around this order this is what you focus on this this disorder but no two patients are the same mm. at the same time even i will not fit the same urine gate or two exactly similar reports because the person is different right that only comes with experience hard work and sincerity mm. so there have been many points where you know where you're young and you're like oh my god i'm putting my heart and soul my short term goals don't seem to be get get achieved so it can be draining at times but then again when you start seeing it you realize that okay this takes time right so sometimes you do get frustrated i have like not at the patient or myself like what am i doing wrong sometimes that's just the nature of the disorder any degenerative case somebody who's you know having you know neuro issues it takes a lot of time so that can be a low it can mm. be frustrating you might you know have a backlash on yourself like i'm not good enough i don't think i'm meant for this field these people are paying for these sessions it it can lead true, to true, that true, true, true. so that could be one of the lows but i think it's very normal and i think it's good to go through that you start valuing yourself more yeah so looking back now correct in your formative college years uh, nair and bvp are there any things you wish now that you should have done more of back in college absolutely absolutely a lot of things actually first of all as i said be more organized mm-hmm. um understand the patient organize better in, in uh, organize in terms not like you know when as i told you like 
I can't obviously compare myself today with a newcomer that I was. But being a little more structured, making the patient, listening to the patient more, as I told you, like post-masters, the, uh, the exposure I got to, you know, doing the global professions, I realized the importance of letting the patient speak. Mm. Um, actually, your job becomes so much easier. So not just being more bookish or following protocol. Sometimes you have to be flexible. Mm. Uh, I definitely... Uh, would love to make a few changings in terms of therapy but again I don't think it's negative mm. I'm happy I made those mistakes because that is why I remember to rectify them today if Got everything it. was easy and perfect I would be like I know it all so I'm very happy for every negative as well so I wouldn't call it right or wrong I'll just call it pure learning I won't want to change so anything about it so you would like to it. pinpoint as being organized one of yeah, those things being which... organized being a little more patient being a little more receptive letting the patient talk more being a little more calmer but again I think you evolve I wouldn't want to change anything but definitely today the way I take therapy but I think I think confidence again comes with time so yeah Got it. Uh, plus I'm more well read today mm. I wasn't that well read earlier it was just like exams college passing but now it's so definitely what, uh, so more. like what's your take should I mean become an becoming an audiologist now in 2022 is it a viable option how do you see it as a career option for someone who is in the 10th standard or 12th standard? See, it's, would a, you what, it's a great, great career option. And of course, you have to think about like lifelong, you know. But you know what? Uh, when you get into this profession, you need to understand there are many branches to it. You can go into a corporate profile. You can go into a clinical profile. You can become a teacher. So you can be in an institution. And you will not be able to probably, you are very focused. I wasn't, like I was confused. I didn't know where my, you know, inclination is towards. I realized I'm really good in teaching. I'm a very good trainer. So I actually, in my experience, I have a hospital set up. I have the private practice. I have mm. the corporate. I have also a trainer. I chalked it out and then I realized where I stand. But yes, there are a lot of options. It's a great profession. But again, commercially, if you, you know, there's a lot of money aspect to it. What do you see yourself as? You want to work under somebody? You want to work by yourself? That also takes a lot of, uh, I think, uh, answering in how much do you even earn financially? Mm. To be very, very honest and straightforward. Are you working under somebody or for yourself? Just like any other business. But I didn't have that clarity. I got that with time. But uh, yeah. But, but now, if, for example... But as a profession, it's it's excellent. It's it's something I, I wouldn't want to do anything else in life. Is it saturated? Like Yeah, there are points. There are, there are highs and lows. And uh, uh, I would also say this. It's nothing to do with age or experience or how many years I've been. There might be times where you're, where you're really fighting your own battles as a person because you have a life of your job. But you have to be strong enough to be okay to make take care of somebody who is not okay. Mm-hmm. Hearing-wise, emotionally or speech-oriented. So you have to develop to separate and, you know, not get your work home or your home to work. That is something you need to be very, very stable. It comes with time. So, so yeah. you have also worked as a counsellor. Yeah. So correct. How's that? How, I, mean, I think half the job in uh, any uh, health domain is counselling. One is hearing the patient. I think you can actually help the patient 70 to 80 percent by just counselling and understanding them. Mm. Uh, whatever technology you name today, hearing aids or speech therapy devices or cochlear implants, this is technology which is just going to keep getting better with time. So what differentiates one therapist from the other? It's your counselling, it's your empathy, true, it's understanding the patient. Mm. Otherwise, all of us read the same books. We all use the same hearing aid brands. There might be something 
like a value addition i'm doing or you're doing which we need to learn from each other so counseling is something which can keep getting polished i'm still uh, striving to become better i'm not the best but definitely it's improved and there's so many wonderful training programs not just in my field i think in many i think in any healthcare profession i've seen the best of the best doctors and patients coming to me because they, we talk, we call this doctor shopping this person is very commercial he didn't even look at my child or my daughter or my husband just spoke about this is the hearing aid this is the price this is the number of channels versus the therapist who might be 5 years junior but looked at the patient spoke mm. to the patient understood why the patient is come so that differentiates that's that's pure counseling so counseling is your best friend and if you're a good counselor you're going to go very very ahead in this field if you are very poor in academics but brilliant in counseling this profession is a is just a skill of counseling and words mm. everything else is almost automatic so yeah that's why they call there certain fitters in the market they can fit the hearing aid very well so mm. what makes me different from them is the way i look upon the case so yeah. i think counseling is 80% of this field of course you have to study too <laughs> and and uh, would you count content creation as a good counseling tool it's not a counseling tool actually it's a different vertical okay. but uh, content creation definitely gives you more depth of the profession mm-hmm. when you are becoming a content creator you have to be so sure of what you are writing or projecting that you end up learning a lot mm-hmm. you might read a book very differently than how you read it for your exam right. that's what happened with me i started understanding the why and how of everything do you not like getting too anal but i love it okay. i love it i'm i realized my creative side i never thought i was a creative person ever mm. but after content creation um, i also am actually a very very good poet which very few people know and this a entire poet. i'm a very good poet and i've always been told to like put it upload my poetry it's very personal but i found out my skill of poetry after i started doing content creation that i can write are you going to put it anytime soon <laughs> i have not put it i have a personal diary but uh, just you, to let people know do i have, have it, do you have it right now with you no actually i have can given it to a company i won't name the company because i'm not with them right now hmm. but i remember there was a ceo sitting on the team table and i have a knack of within seconds and minutes i can rhyme anything Okay, I can literally do that. Like, like sitting M&M here. Like M M M of audiology. So I would rhyme anything to do with people who can't hear, mm-hmm. and I was just humming a tune, and it actually got penned down on the logo of that company, and it's still in there because I had to sign and give it to that company, but mm-hmm. it's got my name. So I realized my poetry skills or being a poet or whatever through content creation, and I'm very good at it. Do you have one poem written <laughs> no. down on your phone? On your no, 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 not at all. But yeah, I can definitely put it out somewhere. But I've never published anything. It's personal, but I'm good at it. You should. So, yeah. <laughs> I should try. I should try. Yeah. You should try rapping. No, no rapping and all. No, I can just pen out. Probably you can say it better than me. <laughs> But yeah. So that's like a different vertical altogether. Yes, a different vertical. People. But so it can be merged, right? It can be merged. The the concept, you know, of this entire Zoom call and e-learning, right now, post the pandemic, everyone has become very online oriented. Mm. I've been doing this since around twenty fifteen sixteen. I remember this when the first project came to me, where e-learning or doing, how can I do a course online? I'm paying for it. Right. It didn't make sense. Like I'm not getting the full vasuli of it. Like you know, ye. बराबर नहीं करी है द सेम थिंग पोस्ट द पैंडमिक एवरी वन इज ओके टू डू एवरी लॉन्च ऑनलाइन दैट्स कॉल्ड अ सॉफ्ट लॉन्च सो द इंटायर विजन एंड हर्ड यू नो दर एपिसोड ऑन दिस बाई ऑल द अदर फील्ड यू नो पीपल यू स्पोक इन टू एंड आई सॉ दिस आई सॉ दिस थॉट बींग शेयर विच आई टोटली सेकेंड 
that now people are okay with online but e-learning is it's a huge profession yes and in fact abroad this is actually a different field in audiology there's something called marketing audiology which i read up i don't know if it suffices as a field where people just get paid for content creation that's all they do they write for websites they write for newsletters and that's how they make a lot of money and if you're good in content creation maybe you're not a person who likes to do hearing aids or be patient centric mm. this is something you can choose i don't know if it's booming in india maybe now after the pandemic but this is a this is a career abroad and i'm very happy to be a part of it super happy speaking about pandemic how did the pandemic affect oh my you God. your work and your patience so the pandemic was definitely a mess for me there was mm-hmm. a time i was not working at all because of having um other things going on in life like i had a very different motive which didn't chalk out due to the pandemic which hit everybody but yes when i started working in the pandemic i realized and especially i mean definitely we are nothing to do with treating covid but if you actually think about it right now it's all it was all nasal and oral hmm. which actually comes under the ent we are not ent surgeons but our line comes in rehab under ent so right. we were actually with those you know people were scared like to meet or like you know we face things in our family as well you know mm-hmm. i saw everything i was new i was naive in the first uh, i think in the first wave right yeah. so it was all new for me but i do remember volunteering um not like just as a healthcare profession wherever i could mm. i was not working for quite some time but um i remember getting back into the field the way people started looking at you in a session pre and post pandemic oh my god you know she must have met this patient she went to the hospital she using the same gloves or what like you know people started looking at us also differently so we were scared at that time the vaccinations and all were not, not out uh, but uh, i saw people also going all out i really i want to take a second to really thank the healthcare profession no matter everyone has their own opinion i've seen it live with my own eyes i've seen it happen in my family people were going all out and I, it was very humbling we just realized that we are not even 1% and we should do all out. so i was just volunteering probably after the second or third wave i started working but it was a mess for mm. me for quite some time it affected it was, everyone it yeah i think it no affected one. everybody affected yeah but uh, but yeah that's when i enjoyed my e learning because that mm. was online so that's the so pandemic ha- i mean e-learning has become a very important yes tool yes now. absolutely as you correctly said it's second nature today but it was not pre like mm. i'm when i saw people talking about it earlier it was looked down so upon so that's good for you right now i mean you you have to condition me. them to yeah like right now everyone wants everything online because they thought <laughs> they they also think of all the pros like you know they don't have to travel and come so there's so much mindset change that i don't have to ask them anymore it's already in very in will ask for it like it saves the coming and going these are very small things but that's how people function so the pandemic also did a lot of good yeah so so uh, i i mean i was going through a lot of your uh, previous work and i wanted to and i saw as a counselor you have you have worked a lot extensively okay. so i wanted to ask what are the good qualities a good counselor should imbibe so again that's a very interesting and tough question actually it's more like a soft skill there is no protocol to be a good counselor first no, of all it's a you, personality I, yeah uh, also you you need to let the other person speak more or mm-hmm. uh, that there, there is no way of counseling it's it's everyone's counseling is so different both of us can look at a similar patient so differently and given in our experience differently so counseling is something which i wouldn't use the word customize but you should have that skill if you want to be a good counselor to understand the patient so well 
that you can actually customize your words according to what they want to hear and should be able to hear got it when i say want to hear doesn't mean to like you know um sweet sweet talk them not that way but not what like they that. should be hearing not something which has to be told so again it's a soft skill uh, but i don't think counseling can be learned at all i think it can just be uh, i think you can improvise but there are a lot of strategies in counseling as well actually when you actually do these courses there are ways to and actually counseling also involves something which i learned in one of my courses a lot of emotional uh, well being of the patient mm. if you are able to connect with the patient emotionally you have won the patient mm. you can do it in a matter of 2 minutes 5 minutes so knowing how to come to that baseline with the patient to emotionally connect mm. you know the patient might pay you 10 times more but emotionally making them know that you're there that's when you win the patient and counseling is what i feel and this is not restricted just to my profession this is related to any if the patient feels at home with you mm. that this person understands what i need that's called needs based assessment it. it's all related to emotions this is something which i think people don't really know that emotions is a huge factor in counseling mm. they think it's like i tick box this then i ask this then i ask this then i ask this but there's no patient in that it's mm. just you so uh i could give an example if i see a hearing report and i do it the textbook way so i'll be like okay i need to check what are the thresholds which hearing aid will go what is the budget of the patient how many channels is the patient need i don't even need to talk to the patient i know everything academically mm. versus the patient who's counseling put the audiogram aside i know i know it all mm. i know what the patient can hear the per- the person with this report cannot hear the sir cannot hear the sir cannot hear the for i know that but i won't say to the patient i will ask the per- person what are you facing a difficulty in let the patient feel heard mm. i know the solution that's the difference both both places you know the solution but here the patient feels that they are hearing me right maybe in 10 clinics nobody heard the patient and i'm doing the same thing mm. so that's a strategy of counseling as well so they feel emotionally safe and always remember as i say vision versus hearing i'm not talking about hearing aids but this is an invisible um, uh, disability and one negative thing in uh, our countries like when you wear specs people know you're wearing a chashma mm. sometimes people don't realize if somebody can't hear well so in india people talk very loudly including myself we we are built to talk loudly because of the kind of background noise in our country the ambience yeah so till somebody is already like maybe i'm talking in percentage again for the audience like 20 30% is something called a moderate loss they are already so they've already started they accepting realize. that they don't realize because we're talking loudly i'm talking only at 70 db so even if you have 50% hearing loss you're like chal raha hai kaam chal raha hai ek kaan se chal raha hai dusre kaan se chal raha hai that happens i know so know. many people who cannot hear from the one year yeah. and they're like chhat dusra kaam to chal raha hai but like, again if you go abroad there's something called mild hearing loss because he talks softly softly talks softly so even know if you have a hearing problem barabar another thing is ke agar do kaan ke liye machine leni hai ke main abhi ek lu aur fir 6 mahine ke baad dusra lu kya people say this very casually like they are buying bhaji pala literally <laughs> they do this which is very funny they don't realize that this is a medical commodity people have told you that absolutely main ek kaan ka leta hu and they they bargain like they are buying vegetables ke 10% discount 20% discount this is how they talk i have only seen sessions with discounts and nothing else मेरी फ्रेंड के पास छोटा है तो आप मुझे बड़ा क्यों दे रहे हो लाइक दिस काइंड ऑफ कॉमेंट्स लाइक इट्स नॉट इवन सीन मेडिकली सीन लाइक वन फोन यू नो हाउ यू गो एंड बैन ओपो वर्सेस अ वीवो वर्सेस अ सैमसंग इट्स लाइक ओके ये वाला कि ये वाला इट्स लिटरली लाइक दैट इट्स मोर फैंसी 
it is a necessity not a commodity but why do you think it, I mean, because there is think, no awareness exactly there's yeah. lack of awareness people don't treat it medically have the patients they buy it and they just keep it in their drawer have the patients just look at the cosmetic appearance have the patients say it doesn't come under medical insurance i don't want to pay much how can this be worth i've seen people coming with the best of best watches to the clinic coming with the best of the best phones but the moment they come to the, the price of the earring it is like itna mehanga hmm. tomorrow i'm not comparing myself to a cardiologist but this is the way i was counseled like how to talk and quote something which should be worth in lakhs if somebody is going for a surgery and somebody requires a particular stent you are not going to tell give me 2 lakh versus 5 lakh versus 1 lakh for my heart if the professional is telling you you deserve this of course somebody should not over price things if the person is genuine and say this is worth so many thousands you should respect that why is that credit not given to us is something what we still hear it's like you know it's it's really sad it's seen like a commodity it's not a commodity Isn't it's a medical it? device don't you think it's also due to bollywood and cinema i mean when we see movies and when we see uh, people uh, who cannot hear they have yeah, this large so people make fun big, of them yes yes absolutely there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of backlash because of certain movies there's also a lot of credit given to certain movies like i'm sorry to use this word but this is the name of the movie there was a movie kamine of shahid kapoor which actually got a lot of light on disfluencies mm. the surf uh, how he was uh, you know talking in the promo and that's where rithik roshan came and you know accepted that he was a child who had disfluencies and where he got his therapy from and there was so many so many therapy as you know so it actually worked for that institute mm. that you know he's been treated by somebody so there was also a lot of there have been movies which have promoted it there was something like barfi Uh, which also gave a certain light to my profession so they have been positives and negatives but yes sometimes it's really really sad when people you know i have seen i don't want to name movies and images ke isko sunne nahi aata isko no conversation se avoid karo yeah, these key. things make the audience feel ke if somebody cannot hear they are not a part they are not important in decision making no, which is no there's a particular stereotyping it's happening it's a stigma it's a stigma uh, where no like you know usne itna bada kaan ka ye pehna hai exactly hai. and then they are you know putting the wire so, i yes so This I mean, is, I've this not seen ready. movies where people talk about you know all this invisible. So yes, and actually life is easier today because Bluetooth is there. So people are okay with wearing a earring it because it looks like Bluetooth. Hmm. Also, people should know this iPods and all which are come there actually been bought from the earring it industry before Apple came the out with all this. All these concepts, these are nothing but like earring aids in a different. They are not earring aids. I'm hmm. not saying iPods are earring aids. Do you know? I'm trying uh, to say the Bluetooth technology is the same. So today, if I give a patient a Bluetooth earring aid, they are okay to wear it before the uh, uh, AirPods or you know I'm not a person who uses Apple or whatever. Any Bluetooth earring aid is was launched before to convince. It's like oh my god, how can I show? But today they will wear the same big bulky thing, however big a like board a or something. It's it's fancy. Yeah. So today the earring aid is more widely accepted, but it's actually all the same. It's become a status symbol. Yeah. They actually ask me, can I get it in pink and orange? And earlier they would be like, we just want the skin color. Mm. So the market is changing for sure. Do you know Apple has technology? So if you're wearing an AirPod and if you have an Apple Watch and if your surrounding has uh, ambient sound, which is more than seventy-eight dB. it gives a notification yeah yeah so <laughs> apple has a lot of features like it's also got the uh, i would in like name all the features but there are quite a few features which help a person you know to relax or understand if they're going overboard mm-hmm. even even actually or to be very honest even in the normal uh, android phones if you hear maybe you just love hearing music and studying or like you know you are somebody who loves psychedelic trance or something with a lot of you know Uh, highs and lows right. in the music rhythm. 
so what happens over there i have seen the the phones give that indication suddenly the volume becomes low mm. and you'll get a pop up notification all, all the digital phones have that that you know you've been hearing for very long over a period of time this can be hazardous right so these kind of notification not just apple it's a small step but they are giving you know importance to that and even a lot of uh, bluetooth headphones if you see mm. if you pay a little more price you know of course apple is premium even because There's a certain they population features, which yeah. are I'm a total Android lover. They have these features which give you these signals. Hey, you know, it's overboard or like, would you want to reduce the volume or let your ears breathe? Mm. So, so that's there too. I have this question for you. Like, yeah. how we do blood tests? We do dental checkups. Correct. So are there any tests which everyone should do yeah, to get very, their very ear checked once in a while? Absolutely. So there's something like the most basic test called audiometry. Of course, it's audiometry requires you to give a response so usually very small children can't do it but there are certain tests just a basic hearing evaluation you have different hearing evaluations for different ages a small baby can't do an audiogram so we have different tests for that but usually if you know you are at risk for hearing because of your job profile uh you won't even believe it like the airlines and all because we work with them they are checked every 6 months you know or 8 months or one year because if they having a cold they can't hear how will they help because it's the safety mm. of the the passengers right. in the aircraft right but otherwise there are a lot of hospitals who have health checkup packages where you can once in a year always go and remove a hearing report especially above 30 when you're pregnant and all you know there are a lot of these hearing disorders sometimes which come up i'm not saying they are related to pregnancy but it's very good especially after even your first baby and even to monitor the child's hearing especially if there is something going wrong with the child is you know they say totla i'm mm. using this word it is a very inappropriate word for the public to understand that's called misarticulations understand these are signs that maybe the child is not hearing the sound correctly mm. so this is when i would say 6 months but otherwise a year is enough so yeah so just get a yeah. hearing test and it's not invasive it's a 10 minute or 15 minute test that's you know five minutes if you are cooperative and uh do you know even for babies this is for the young mamas over there within 3 days itself you can actually do a quick not even few seconds test called oae it is auto acoustic emission which is done right when the child is born within 72 hours like you know between 2 to 3 days i used to do it in like i was in leelavathi i hope i can say that here so you yeah. could do that and you come to know if the child is just passing or failing it's a screening okay so they are test even from when the child is born hmm. So you don't have to wait for the child to like abhi bol raha hai nahi bol raha hai uske upar But that is when the role of families come into picture Absolutely. right Absolutely yes yes And it's very vital I've seen uh, families where they know they I mean the kid or someone in the family has a persisting audio issue but still they choose to yes, neglect sir, so it Yes so this this is a very good point you've brought up a lot of patients who come that something called like the critical period uh, hmm. in speech therapy and audiology and I think in any profession where your brain is you know there's it's called plasticity where you know they always say like a child can learn languages faster than an adult because their brain is still like you know you can you can sing so much more so they say 0 to 3 years some say 0 to 4 years so when a patient comes at that time it's so much easier to like you know do the hearing intervention and they can talk and we can mainstream them like just normal speaking children but what happens is they come so late to us and they go to their normal uh, doctors they like abhi bachcha chhota hai थोड़ा बड़ा होने तो फिर बोलेंगे इट्स नॉट लाइक दैट आई वॉन्ट एवरी वन टू नो देर आर स्पीच एंड लैंग्वेज माइल्ड स्टोन चेकलिस्ट राइट फ्रॉम वेन द बेबी इज बॉर्न दे शुड बी एट दिस मंथ कोइंग डजेंट मीन फोर मंथ कोइंग और फोर मंथ हेड टर्न मीन्स दैट बट देर इज अ प्रॉबल एज बट यू कैन जस्ट आई डन इट विद माई ओन सिस्टर्स माई ओन फैमिली वाई यू कैन एक्चुअली जस्ट चेकलिस्ट इट एंड इफ यू दे सी दैट फॉर सिक्स मंथ आफ्टर दैट एज ऑफ द पर्सन इज नॉट रिस्पॉन्डिंग गो टू द 
concerned professional let right. it be a special educator let it be a psychologist whoever hmm. another thing when a, when the baby is not listening to his name there are only two main reasons either the baby is having an attention issue or a hearing issue that's another sign but a lot of children come after the age especially to me after 6 or 7 where it's very difficult they are already bullied they are already mm. left out especially they have a sibling who's super smart and they they are not catching up there's a lot of inferiority complex the parents have no knowledge they keep comparing ye to 2 saal mein bolne laga ye 1 saal mein bolne laga ye 1 saal mein chalne laga also when the person does not have the motor milestones it is an indication your speech may be delayed i'm not mm. saying always like there is a delay in your walking and all that's a lot of indication so you can go to your pediatrician and take keep taking all these checklists and as a mommy or a daddy monitor is my baby fine doesn't have to be on the spot but in the range of that but uh, please don't if your child is not talking or speaking and if you as a parent feel do not go to a doctor who saying bacche ko thoda aur bada hone do because that makes <laughs> things very difficult very for bad, the baby yeah, yeah, their true, school true. education therapy and trust me the more delay the more intervention and the costlier and that's a very indian thing you told when this is, this when is. parents compare their uh, one kid to another kid absolutely i have seen a lot of babies who really have autism who have like conditions which are which are which take so much strain for the parent to accept also we need to understand it's not easy for the parent to suddenly hmm. just because i'm from this field and i see people in this every day i have seen this in my family i've seen this you know very closely it is not an easy thing to accept at all just because i am uh, been uh, in this profession seeing people with fluency and autism if i was a mommy it's a difficult thing to accept that maybe my baby is like that for whatever reason the baby is and then especially when you have another child who's super intelligent mm. and i have seen families where parents are not very empathetic and comparisons uh, they'll make them stand please stop doing this to your children that make a like you know relative stand and a poetry bolo and be behind them if the baby is not okay let them breathe mm. so this is something i see people in india very pushy let them be and especially if there's a difference it's okay every child has their journey but no like this one started working in one year so why is this one not working they come to the therapy ke like ye iska sab normal tha iska sab 2 mahina piche chal raha hai there is this statement only is incorrect so i would like to tell the parents to take it easy and all the happy a lot of schools in india in mumbai itself they kind of connect with us where a lot of these talks are given we are called as counselors you know once in a month and these are special value addition services where now parents are counseled that if you see this do not react badly so the tagline is respond don't react so yeah that's that's one that nice things yeah. to tell parents because it's not like only one child is born and <laughs> yeah especially i've seen if there is a problem i wouldn't even say a problem there is an impairment mm. always the other one turns out to be way too intelligent so we need to deal with it but no comparisons i think that's the the absolutely negative way to approach it you're just making it worse for yourself and your family In fact, the older brother or the younger sibling, whoever is able to, you know, should be a positive factor. Right. Their milestone should help the other, factor. motivating, not demeaning the other baby. Mm. But yeah, I think uh, comparisons is something which I've seen in every household here. I don't know why the conversation even goes that way. So you do so <laughs> many things. Wanted to ask you, what motivates you? Motivate on a daily basis. This? No, on no, a daily I basis. No, I also like have like my own things going on. Definitely. Um, Sometimes it's like you know you are having your own things going on, but when you know you because, realize that. So, sorry, before you give that answer, because because when people assume you're from the healthcare industry, 
uh, they assume a lot of stuff about you. Absolutely, yeah, I get that so, all the time. <laughs> so, I'm like, sure. Like, what? Forget the healthcare. In fact, I'm not even like a doctor. Like, we are from the paramedical field. Let me make it very clear. We're not supposed to be called doctors till we do our PhD. And I'm very okay with being called my name. Whatever bachelor's or a diploma or a master's might call, we're not allowed to call that ourselves that. But people always have this, you know. You have your own personality besides your career. You can mm. be brilliant at your career. You can be a topper. You can be the last person in the batch. All that is one part of your life, right. right? You can have your own personality. I love sports. I have been in the sports field for so long in my life. Before I got into this, I love dancing. I like poetry, which is something nobody could chalk out. Like, how can she, you know, yeah. like to do that? That is something. It's a hobby. Um, I think you need to post one. <laughs> I will. I will for you Please. for sure. For sure, and I will put your name in that poem. Definitely. Okay, so it'll be a little more customized. But yeah, uh, I think it's very wrong to judge anyone from their profession. If somebody has a bubbly personality, I'm not talking about myself. I've seen that happening to a lot of people in my field. You're supposed to be, if you're a topper, you're supposed to have a big chashma. You're supposed to be nerdy, nerdy boring. Yeah. Can't be a conversation uh, starter. Has to be very uh, boring. <laughs> cannot have any fun element in their life. Right. Why can't you have it all? Why can't you work hard, party harder? Why can't you be super balanced? Why can't you be maybe a fitness trainer in your free time? And I'm I'm not that at all. Maybe you just love dancing. You love swimming. You love going for holidays. You love just chilling. Why can't you just be brilliant at that? And also, in fact, I look up to such people. It's not even related to my course. Mm. I think you can be super brilliant in something absolutely different, and there should be no judgment at all. Mm. I don't understand this concept that. You know, looking at you, we cannot think you're from this field. I mean, how how does the one even speak like that? I'm sure you must have got it as well. I think it's fun to have a goofy and a lighter side. I got it two days life. back. <laughs> I can't believe you have a podcast of your own. I'm like absolutely like, like this is this is a very good analogy to give. Like um, imagine you're like you're you're so good in what you do. You know, you're doing all these. You're doing things which I didn't even know existed. Like you know, in dentistry, and there's so much to learn. There's so much learning. At the same time, managing like this, you know, collaborating. I totally, to totally kudos to you on my episode itself. Like you know, coordinating, arranging content. You know, uh, paralleling that with patience. Why can't I applaud you for that? Why is it like, oh, you know, I, 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 you know, I have seen people in a similar, similar zone. Like, oh, now you're becoming a blogger. Now you're becoming a YouTuber. What's the point of studying so much? Why can't you appreciate that this particular person is there? Collaborating people and sharing the knowledge. Right. Why is it seen like, oh, a YouTuber? Oh, are you earning more money in YouTube? So what happened for all the dentistry you learned? Like, that is so low. So that is what I was talking about. There's just one perspective, and I think so that's very wrong. That's one. That <laughs> you so face it too, right? I face it all the time. <laughs> so that's one motivational. Uh, I mean, I totally have like I have learned so much from you. If you can do this and your patience and you're going for these camps and I see you in these sport events, I think if you can do it. It's such an inspiration. Like, I think it's vice versa. Like, not you know, at all. I think there's so much to learn. There's a lot so, of talent. So, uh, I mean, that that is it. Or is there more to you getting motivated to? Because you do so much, <laughs> which which I mean, there's lots more to do actually. But uh, I think in terms of the career, you want to help people. Hmm. Definitely, I love helping people here, and uh, there are a lot of people I take inspiration from. You know, and it's not just people in my field. People even randomly. Or like you know that you meet. I love that I get to meet so many people in this profession. Or also being a trainer, or you know, interacting with people globally has given me so much exposure, so much understanding that there is so much more in this career rather than just seeing patients. And I think when you see the prof- uh, profession holistically, you just become a better therapist. Right. 
you start uh, thinking things like for example i'll just give a very small thing this one be a very good tip for people like when i was in this course there is something called like you know your mole impression which you take to take the you know like you put this uh, impression in the ear and earlier when we were in the speed we used to just ask ear related questions like can you hear do you have vertigo did you is your ear operated do you have any secretions from the ear it was all hearing related when i started venturing uh, into more international courses i realized that people started asking about diabetes people started asking about are you on any cardio you know do you take any um, medication for any cardiac issue and i was like wow i don't have to ju- just look here i have to look at the whole person mm. and a small tip for that is sometimes okay like you know um, right now i'm not working so i have longer nails but usually when you're working this is something not really you know recommended in my course because we have to like put your fingers in the ear for certain tests or the probe so sometimes if a scratch comes or a wound comes by removing that material which hardens it might not be the fault of the therapist you know it might be because the person is on certain medication for okay. cardiac issue and you need to be informed so that you know exactly when to remove the material mm. and then it can become a medical legal case that oh my god she was so unprofessional that she because the ear doesn't stop bleeding mm. it keeps bleeding uh, like you know profusely right. so if you don't have the knowledge which i didn't have till a point i would think i did something wrong mm. but just by asking a simple question which is not even related to the ear it's related to the heart which is not my field mm. but that helps me in my profile so widening your approach is something you know so this is these are small things and i shared this with so many people and they're like wow yeah i mean why should we ask about diabetes and blood pressure and mm. medication like they're not related to the your position that means not related to our feel why are we interfering we're not interfering we're actually safeguarding ourselves mm. <laughs> okay this person is a risk of breeding let me be a little more careful or let me make sure my nails are cut or let me make sure i don't do it today absolutely so that uh, opening uh, you know opening your mindset and uh, definitely like you on dentistry like we got so many patients you know where they come कान का दर्द है या डेंटल का बिकॉज इट्स यू नो सेकेंडरी पेन फॉर मी सो एक्चुअली नो हैविंग नॉलेज नॉट इंटरफियरिंग इन योर फील्ड एट ऑल बट हैविंग सम नॉलेज मे बी आई कैन रिफर द पेशेंट टू यू नो सो यू हैव टू बी ओपन टू यू कैन जस्ट बी स्टक इन योर फील्ड इट्स अ टीम अप्रोच इवन वेन यू आर इम्प्रूविंग अ पेशेंट यू हैव टू वर्क विद द फिजियोथेरापिस्ट द स्पेशल एडुकेटर द ऑक्यूपेशनल थेरापिस्ट द साइकोलॉजिस्ट द ऑडियोलॉजिस्ट all of us help the same person it's one person at the end of the day so be open to learn senior junior whoever yeah you can't think you know it all i'm sure i'm learning every day from you so yeah that's a, i mean there's a lot of points for <laughs> like as motivation for you yes. so we we move to the last section what of what is the last our, section <laughs> that's a rapid fire section which was which is just introduced newly in this season that's so, nice yeah i mean this few questions and you're going to answer as quickly as possible okay i'm going to try Which was your favorite year during your undergrad days? Oh, uh, the first year I had a lot of fun. Just, so, just, just fun. Okay. It was like venturing, okay. exploring the field. One thing you're tired of hearing as an audiologist. As an audiologist, that uh, what am I tired? Honestly, something more which comes from your family, like often or something. I mean, I uh, sometimes. Um, honestly, I can't think of it right now. But sometimes, you know, when you are only hearing. Uh, your music on a loud volume and then you get to hear that what are you doing and you like that can <laughs> so sometimes yeah. like you know, that is like okay i have to be careful like so you yeah. sometimes no. when you genuinely can't hear which is very normal sometimes you just you know your religious thought process acha you only can't hear you know it's it's not the best thing so you yeah. you get scared this is my bread and butter i better be able to hear it's funny it's cute hearing your own voices hearing your own voice yeah yeah sometimes yeah, but it's normal but it's fun <laughs> okay 
one place you wish to travel to in the future i where do i want to go in the future as of now right now greece okay greece greece is on my yeah greece is on my Any mind any particular reason why that will cover time <laughs> with time people shall know okay uh, your favorite restaurant right now like i'm a mad can... mad girl it's not like just i'm crazy about yaocha i love yaocha i love chinese food and i just love the chinese there anything specific there what uh, absolutely love about right it. now i don't know why but i can't name the 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 dish the dish because my friend usually orders it because we go together but it's this prawn starter and it's mad i love it <laughs> i love it okay great answer three movies you can watch anytime i have a very bad ho- habit people who know me i can watch the same movie hundreds of times with the same interest and act like i don't know what's happening in the next scene <laughs> and don't ask me which movie sees up but yes jojita is like an all time favorite i love that movie also because i was in sports myself so it kind of has a personal touch um and uh, what else i love khiladi i don't know how many people know this movie i was also very small but i have i akshay love this akshay i love that movie <laughs> I'm really crazy about that movie and which other movie did I like I I had an obsession for this movie three <laughs> like three? a mad obsession the recently yeah which people made a lot of fun of but that's the truth no no it was fun it was fun I loved it I I I just love that movie I used to watch so, it a lot so those are your three answers yeah but actually I'm a horror movie fan and I loved conjuring but just the first part the first part I was not a fan of the others so yeah one thing you would like to change in the audiology field I would like to change the awareness Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, make people know that this is also a medical profession and not to bargain on discounts on like 20% 30% that that commercial aspect of somebody's hearing is something that really you know and uh, frustrates me. It's an important me. sensory form. Yeah like you know just because I, I don't know why it is not taken only of mm. uh like this is something I actually like to say two points which I'm sorry I'm going off no, the no, question no. but this is something coming important. like now when i'm actually learning about uh, healthcare in other countries i also just not just because you're a dentist by yourself i realize that there's no dental awareness in this country i myself suffered from that as well which i'm very openly accepting and there's so much importance given to it abroad and i feel so sad that oh my god you know sometimes we just late in life sometimes we just know, don't know the basics you might have these dental camps and all so i see my career somewhere there in india mm-hmm. like there is no awareness for s- such such important things like these things are so like even people who are like absolutely not bothered about their life they take care of all this because it is brought brought into them by the country laws why not in our country and um, this is a little off uh, thing because you had asked me this earlier when you want uh, asked me to mention about the movies i did have one turning point in my life a lot which actually still you kept telling me what keeps you motivated it's not related to my career but it comes back many times when i'm actually really low i actually used to be an athlete and there was a time i used to never wear spikes i used to actually run barefoot mm. and i was at my best uh, till you know till you become older and everything so i got spiked i got spiked not intentionally but by a friend itself and just uh, just but my nail got saved and you know mm. i remember there were a lot of heats and it was the f- final and if i would not win that particular race i would lose the championship my father has been a very very big support in my entire sports career for sure and i thought like i was bleeding and i still ran barefoot and i won that hmm. race with bleeding and that was one of the step when you go really low in life that if you want to do it 
you can do it there will be a lot of things coming in the way i could have just said i'm bleeding let's go and i didn't do it he told me that he told me i know you can win this mm. so that is another turning point of like it's a very small thing it was years back but that was the lowest because i thought i was gone it's and like a jo jeeta hai wo sit second so that kind of made me it. sink uh, a little maybe but that happened to me in real life i thought it was over and i remember that race came after 23 days mm. and there was rosa and everything i used to do everything like with the heat and i was like i did so much and this happened to me mm. and it happened like 10 minutes before they just delayed the race by i think 7 or 8 minutes but the worst to the worst can get the best like my worst day became my most motivational day So yeah. So yeah, that is something I wanted to add when you spoke about naming the movie. Yeah. And then you spoke about the whole awareness thing. Yeah. There's a very famous thing what we have in dentistry. What? Dentistry is not expensive. Neglect is. Oh god. I I don't I'm going to put so, that in my room. No, so, but honestly, uh, especially I I repeat I'm I, not saying this because of a dentist, but the dental hygiene and it's given so much importance abroad like everyone has a good set of teeth and or they are made to you know they're scared at an early age i wish we had that here <laughs> true true it's it's really there's not much awareness maybe now but i didn't really experience any of that i wish i had only i mean this is the personal thing, things are getting better yeah hopefully the, in my I, profession too but yeah but I mean, still a long way to go i feel and because uh I see the whole uh, world market. The market and India right now has the best electric toothbrush market in the in the world. But, but you know, but you know, sorry to interrupt. Maybe it has the best technology, but the inbuilt fear of taking right. care that doesn't come. I can have the best hearing aid, but why should I convince you? You should want to buy it, right? right. So this entire uh, dynamics is very different in different. I countries. think it's very simple. We have thirty-two teeth, <laughs> so it, it, it's by nature. So. even if you lose one teeth or like one tooth it's fine like we have two eyes even if one eye goes for a toss or something happens we rush to the ophthalm right but imagine if we had only two tooth like that's a very very teeth. interesting so i've never thought about act, it like that we actually take care good like take good care of it that's a good point but just because you have 32 teeth we know like you know in fact you know even if one ear you can't hear and you have a unilateral hearing loss and you can hear from one who still can't get the same benefit uh, what to yours what god has given true, true. so you're right neglect is all that i can say at this point because sometimes hearing loss is really unavoidable but i'm talking for those who carelessly develop hearing loss like you know i had developed this term i remember in a poster called ipod dict people who are addicted to oh. hearing because i presented a paper on noise induced hearing loss so i kept my my speech started with who all you are ipod dicts mm. like you know um, addicted to an ipod like blasting and it was supposed to be very cool and now we have all these bloggers and i was very late when i started approaching instagram and people have this thing that if you're a trainer you need to look cool with these fancy headphones there's no relation let me tell you you can be a pro fitness trainer even with a speaker but you know you look cooler you look cooler in your videos you're just i mean you're just condition like that yeah, the, so- the society is Like the society status. is, but what happens? Do we come in the picture when the person starts getting the loss? Right, right, right. Then there is, it's irreversible. Let me please tell you, noise-induced hearing loss is irreversible, which means you can never get it back to normal. And uh, it happens. You can just Im- such maintain. Such a young age. You, you can just maintain. You can maintain. Level. You can keep your ears healthy, like you know, no earbuds, or just going for a ENT checkup, just getting an audiogram done once a year. If you know you are prone to getting a lot of cold and cough, taking certain medication, putting certain drops, consulting the professional, 
There's so many things. If you know you have some ongoing issues, always ask if the injection will have an impact on your ear. Mm. Make sure on a music, uh, you know, if you have to go for a function, you don't go and stand right next to the speaker. Let your ears breathe. Alternately, keep changing your headsets. Don't just go for inserts. If if you're working with supra oral headphones, pay a little more, few thousands, get a better headphones. So these are few things. Also, there's something called ear protective devices, which you can wear when you can't avoid a very loud headphone. Mm. Uh, ambient noise so there's something called EPDs which are your protective devices which are very easily available like your muffs and your plugs our last rapid fire question last was last question <laughs> what is it if you were not a audio I had a feeling this is going to come up then what would you be what would i be uh i think i'm a very good public speaker mm-hmm. i know it's a little like a motivational speaker yeah i'm very strong that way like i think plus i told you that my second option was media hmm. and even over there with whatever time I, i i have no stage fright whatsoever i love going and talking to audience i'm also actually luckily i got this exposure and i realized i'm very very good in anchoring hmm. i'm a very very good anchor I've done corporate events i've done fun events i can create the entire ske- uh, schematic thing of the day i think i would be an anchor i would be a very good anchor so i love talking and i am good at speaking is what i feel if i was not in this career <laughs> i mean you can do that later in your life yeah probably like probably honestly Maybe. and i've done it through like people realize that nags so a lot of the events because in corporate you have to have so many you know launches and all i literally do my presentation and also anchoring the entire show and i love it 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 comes to me pretty naturally it's now it's just inbuilt i love i love anchoring and i love So yeah, maybe public speaking, but yeah, again, that's related to media. So that goes back to my, you know, choice of she wants to either medical or arts, and people look down on me. I I don't understand that. I was just very sure it's either this or this. I was gonna put a, a very controversial question. What controversial? <laughs> to ask this you this arts and science no, thing because ar- I got that. How can you go into arts? I was like, it's so tough to be in arts. I think science is easier. No, no. <laughs> the the question was to ask you your favorite sister out of all. Oh god, no, no, what? No, yeah, not so, uh, at all. But for that, they should know. I have now. We have five sisters, yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so, who's your favorite? I should ask you that. I'm sitting on your show. I better be. It. it And I'm both these coming, so I better be. Hena. <laughs> August twenty two. So what is my favorite? Sister. Oh god. But but who's your favorite? No, I I don't think uh, there's a favorite. Oh, uh, definitely not. I'm not putting in a spot. No, 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 it's not a spot. I think there is a sister for each you sort can, of a situation. Exactly, you can be diplomatic. So there is a there's a sister mm. for the more friendly stuff. Of course, uh, all of us are like friends. I don't think we have that. There's a lot of age no, gap, but that's never come in the way. But there is an advisor. Then there is a intellectual one. Then there is an emotional one. Then there is a friendly one. It's not fixed like this, but there's a sister for each. I'll just say that. So, <laughs> like, I how, won't say anything more. No, no, no. <laughs> like, how, so who's the current favorite? Like, you know, there's no know. current favorite. What rubbish! <laughs> there's just because you have one sibling, I can't ask you this question. I should ask you who's your favorite out of the five. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just said favorite. Ah, <laughs> so today, today, no, today, I'm for the, August. For August, the Farin Didi's birthday is also in August. She's, I think, what day after? So yeah. <laughs> You can't escape She's that. She's not in India. She's not in India. I'm going to make her hear this. <laughs> But yeah, I think everyone has their own speciality, oh. and you can't choose. I was not going to put that question, but I was like, I you know, it's. I knew some sister-related question will come, but it's good. It's offbeat. But the best part I love about everyone's in a different field. Absolutely, right. so it's all fun. And lastly, before we leave you, I wanted to ask you how important has been the role of your parents, your family, because. 
not a lot of people uh, understand Allow. understand that to do such so many things you require a good support system too so there is no two ways about it or uh, to be really honest uh, i know i've never probably never got a platform to say this but there was a time when i was very undecisive like you know to leave the media because i was already into that a career because the this course started very late compared to the BMM that I was in and it was my mom who kind of still told me this is this is what you always wanted don't just get carried away because of all the glory because it was fun it was fashion mm. shows watching movies literally i was in jain and i was having a gala time mm. so first of all without her i remember her still she went and wrote this letter to the person that you know now zoha is getting a little probably not a letter like you know she she just knew that this was my number one baby i was offbeat so it was her who got me back to reality definitely credit goes to if she would not quite remember she went and submitted that letter or whatever documentation and prepared i would not be sitting here today for this field so definitely it's her and overall definitely my parents to even allow me to study so much i'm not saying it's something that should be allowed but a lot of people don't have that opportunity exactly it also takes a lot of money it also takes a lot of time there are people who want to do it and are not in a place to do it and still supporting me still mm-hmm. allowing me to travel to do everything that i want to do oh uh, and of course my sisters i i i don't think uh, anything is possible and they don't even have to do it proactively just being there being doing your own thing or uh, just uh, i think that says it all i don't think uh, you can go far ahead anywhere in life true or uh, and it it can even be like a uh, passively you don't have to show it out you can just not be doing anything and be just doing everything just your mere presence yeah and i don't think i'm anything without my family at all in anything the topper the no topper the media the letter by mom the letter was not like take her something it was a documentation file prepared but i was like now nah, i'm already doing media i'm in jehind it's the best she just made sure the file reaches she's like this is what you wanted to do mm. so each and everything my sisters every time i go and do any presentation the courage that comes from you know the four of them may be a message all the best zo kill it zo it's fab you spoke in such a wide audience it's the best it's better than a gold medal or a name on the board absolutely so nobody replaces parents and sisters at all nothing that's about it thank you so, so much yeah I hope this is one of the best episodes. <laughs> What I, I want to watch, I, I want to watch all the others. I'm going to watch them. I now. hope it's one of your best. No, no, it's just nice. And thank you. Actually, I wanted to say thank you. I hope it's still getting recorded. Thank you because uh, I want to take this moment because I know uh, it is. It of course. It uh, like uh, like everyone knows. Like Arib, it is multitasking. Uh, you know, he keeps showing that. You know, right now I'm in the sea that I'm multitasking. This is this is just a matter of. Time we are all doing it for our personal benefit, but you know, uh, coordinating with people, collaborating, you know, plus minuses, patience, etc. Uh, and at this, at the same time, the the benefit for us is that we get to also show our personality of what we just do or what people judge and perceive. This is not some episode to show what we just are, but even just letting us speak and feel free. And honestly, when I spoke right now for whatever minutes, it actually made me like you know. Go back through my own journey. It's and one be and a half grateful. hours. It's one and a half hours. Yeah, just be grateful, and I'm nothing but grateful at this point because you made me actually go back on my journey and realize that I'm I'm nothing but just humble and grateful today, and I'm very thankful. And I'm thank you for actually allowing me to come on this fancy episode of <laughs> podcast of yours with all your other fancy guests. People don't realize how big of a star you are. I mean, not at all. You're just being too humble right not now. Not at fine. all. I mean, not at all. I'm not. 
I'll be posting down the, all the links oh God, of your. No, no, uh, absolutely not. But thank you for giving me this chance. No, thank I you. I really, for... really appreciate it. And it was fun. And you've come from far. I'll, I'll... <laughs> Let it be. Let that be. Okay. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, okay. For taking out time, it was great having you on this podcast. Hopefully, we'll again have you on it. Definitely, soon. whenever I can. Definitely. Because there are so many more topics which we could go in depth, but. I mean, Maybe we could keep vestibular for next time. Yes, right? we just scratch the surface, and it was. I mean, very, I hope it's informative. Yeah, very informative to know informative, a lot of things yes. which we could share with our counterparts. Absolutely. Even if somebody can, sorry, even if somebody could just you know have something positive to take, I'll just feel that I did what I'm here to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. So thank, thank you, you so once much. Again. Thank you. Okay. See you soon. Thank you. Done. How was it? I'm fine. I just hope I look okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun, fun, very nice. We spoke for 100.